You'd think that as a video game podcaster and comedian, my life is all fun and games. And honestly, you'd be right. About 90% of the time, it's, it's pretty sweet. But every morning, I deal with something very, very serious. My face. You don't become an Edmonton 6 overnight. It takes work. And in my case, it takes good facial hair. And fortunately, I have a great facial hair tag team partner in Harry's. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set and see what I'm talking about. Harry saw the tire fire that the shaving market had become and asked, how did it get like this? Crappy plastic razors, overpriced blades, all locked up like gold bars. And they said, no, we... We can fix this. And damn it, they did. Harry's ships premium quality razors right to your door. About once a month, I check my mail and there's that little box with everything I need to keep my kid presentable status. The blades stay sharp longer, which means an easier time getting my face in order in the morning. And the razors don't look like a dumb piece of plastic that a junior high schooler uses to take care of their peach fuzz. You have the facial hair of a man now. Shave like one. I actually leave my razor handle on the bathroom counter all the time just because it looks so damn classy. Harry's blades are German engineered and they're made to last. They're the best blades on the market for the best price and you don't even have to go out to get them. Set your delivery schedule and shave like a king. I know it sounds sarcastic, but I'm being serious. I've used Harry's forever. These blades are really freaking good. Highest reviews in the industry. A money back guarantee that you're not going to need and a subscription that you can cancel anytime you want. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every single week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played as kids. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening. This week, episode 51, we are talking Shining Force for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive, whatever. Uh, It's so weird. I I don't know. Maybe it's because I wasn't a Sega kid. I feel so weird calling it the Mega Drive. It was the Sega Genesis. Anyway, we're talking Shining Force. Uh, this podcast, one of the coolest things to me about doing this show is that it has me playing new games. And they're old games, so I can get them cheap, uh, but they're new to me because I never played them before. This is one of them. Uh, there's a ton of them on the Sega because I didn't have a Genesis as a kid. Uh, this is one of them. It's a tactical RPG. It's fucking awesome. You're about to find out why. Um, highly recommend it. Go out, try it out. It's available everywhere. And uh, as a greasy segue slash plug uh it'll be on the sega genesis mini that sega has coming out in the fall and if you know or not from our patreon we are hoping to give one of them away uh, i swear to god i'm not just gonna plug the patreon for an hour every week i know i did a lot of it last week um thank you guys all so much by the way for all the great feedback about last week we dropped episode 50 which was about super mario 64 uh we released the first of our many many let's plays there's a new episode of that going up every single day over at youtube.com slash remember the game now. We're about halfway through Super Mario World as I post this. Uh, and our first review is up. Remember the game Retro Reviews? We reviewed Super Mario Kart. 
Uh, sorry, that took me a few days longer. I was hoping to have it ready to go with episode 50 and the launch of Let's Plays, but it just took way longer than I expected it to. Uh, great feedback on that, so thank you guys all so much for all that. The subscribers are up over on the YouTube channel. Uh, and our Patreon is over $70 in a week, which, again, I know people might be listening to this and laughing because it's $70. Uh, this isn't how I make my living. This is just a hobby. I want to upgrade my equipment. And I want to give some money back to you guys. So uh, if we can hit $100 by August 1st, I'll be giving away... Uh, I'll be spending the money from it, or at least part of the money from it, on a, an additional Sega Genesis Classic uh, to give away to one of our listeners, or one of our supporters, I should say. So if you're interested, two bucks a month is all it takes. Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. Uh, you'll be getting a shout-out on the show. You'll be entered into a draw to win part of the money we raise, or maybe the Sega Mini. Uh, and you'll get access to two additional episodes of the show. And just quickly, I wanted to... I didn't drop any details on the dates for those last week. Uh, Patreon charges... I believe they charge credit cards on the first of the month. I believe that's how it's going to work. So my plan is to, uh, beginning in July, because uh, I don't believe anyone's been charged yet. If you have, please let me know. But I don't think anyone has as of June 18th. Um, so I believe the first charge will be going through on July 1st. The bonus episodes that everyone that gets signs up for Patreon will be getting will be releasing on the second and the fourth Monday of every month. Um, I wanted to release them on Saturday to kind of space them out a bit, but I'm not always home on a Saturday. A lot of the time I'm on the road for comedy. And I'm not just sitting at a computer. Monday, whether I'm at home or on the road, I'm almost always sitting at my computer. Uh, plus, Mondays suck. So if I can make them a little bit better, I will. So the second and fourth Monday of every month, you'll be getting bonus episodes if you're subscribed to the Patreon. So uh, thank all you guys so much for doing that. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, don't forget to submit questions or topics for the podcast. Uh, one of the two additional podcasts every month is me talking to the to, to you guys. Uh, so uh, you can submit them on your Patreon account because I message everyone that invests there. So you'll have a message from me on Patreon. If you've invested, please go in and check it out. Uh, so you can submit questions or topics on there or via Twitter or Instagram at member the game, just like remember, but without the RE at the front. And uh, I'll be giving those, uh, all those, as many questions or topics as I can uh, a little bit of time on the bonus episodes next month. Okay. I promise that's all the Patreon talk today. It's, uh, and, I, and I'm not trying to plug it a ton. I'm just trying to make sure everyone knows. I'm trying to be as transparent with it as I can. And I feel greasy for doing it. But, you know, I, if you knew me in real life, you'd be like, oh, he is kind of fucking greasy. So, uh, dude, I've had a ton of interaction with you guys over the last couple of weeks online, too. So, like a lot, like a lot of people have been messaging me uh, via our Facebook page or Twitter or Instagram, stuff like that, which is really rad. Like, thank you all so much that you care enough to even say hi to me. Uh, if I haven't gotten back to you, I'm trying. I, 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 that's really cool. Completely unexpected, but, uh, I'm just so happy to see as many people passionate about old video games as I am. It's not just, I'm not the only crotchety old man that loves old video games. It's all of you. You're all crotchety old men and women, uh, that just love old video games. So thank you all so much. If I haven't gotten back to you, I will. I promise. Probably I will. Uh, okay. Uh, a few more minutes of rambling, then we'll get to the talk about Shining Force. I've been trying to plan out what I want to buy this fall, uh, new games-wise, because I just don't have the cash laying around uh, to shell out for fucking 15, 20, 25 games a year like I probably would have a few years ago. Uh, I'm, I'm cheap. Uh, part of the reason I got is have, I, mean, I am an indie game fanatic, and part of the reason I got into indie games is just because they're cheaper and easier to buy. You know, I'd much rather drop 15 or $20 on a game over fucking 80 uh, and frankly, indie game, dude, if you aren't playing indies, at least try, at least look at them. Uh, cause they're available on every console. The switch has become an indie haven. Um, 
they're on Steam, they're everywhere. And dude, some of these games, like my, I bet you, my favorite game of each of the last two or three years has been an indie game. They are fucking awesome. Uh, last night or last year, Hollow Knight uh, on the Switch. I know it didn't come out altogether last year. At least I don't think it did, but it did come out on Switch last year. And holy fuck, I love that game. Uh, so play it if you haven't. But anyway, so I'm trying to plan out what I want to buy this year, particularly as far as uh, like AAA, the more expensive games go, because I just don't have a ton of money. Part of the reason I downsized to only owning a Switch from having an Xbox One, a PS4, and a Switch was because I couldn't afford to keep up with all three. Uh, and I was trying to cut back on how much time I spend playing games, which has completely gone out the fucking window thanks to this podcast, but that's okay. Uh, so uh, I'm on the road for uh, almost a month this summer. Uh, I leave in the middle of July. I get back to the middle of August. And uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 drops on the Switch the day I leave. Uh, so I'm one trillion percent picking that game up. Uh, and I think I'm gonna go physical on that one. I don't go physical very often. Uh, I prefer to just have all my games on my switch that I can take with me, but that's one I think I'm going to beat trade it in. And then if I want to play it again down the road, I'll be able to buy it cheaper, you know, a year or two from now. So I think I'm going to go as soon as I land in Toronto, uh, I'm in Toronto, uh, for some comedy shows that weekend. Uh, I'm going to land in Toronto and I'm going to rip over to EB games, pick up a copy of ultimate Alliance three and, uh, bomb through that as fast as I can. Uh, I still want to enjoy it. I will enjoy it. It's Ultimate Alliance. Those games are fucking rad. Uh, and then I'm going to beat it, trade it in toward Fire Emblem, which comes out like a week afterwards, I think. And I'm really excited for that. That's what I would prefer to buy digital. Uh, so actually what I might do is trade it in toward an eShop gift card and then just use that money toward buying it digital. Because that's when I think I'd like to keep on my Switch to play more and more. Um, I'd, so anyway, I'm definitely getting Ultimate Alliance 3. Definitely getting Fire Emblem. Uh, 100% I'm getting Pokemon this fall or winter or whatever in November when it comes out. It looks sick. And Luigi's Mansion has my attention too. And I've never been a big Luigi's Mansion guy. I just never really played them. But uh, it's, this one looks really cool. So probably going to pick that up too. Uh, some people have mentioned Mario Maker too. I'm excited about it, kind of. I was really excited for the first Mario Maker. And then it just... I found there was just way too many crap levels to dig through. So I, I may or may not pick up Mario Maker. I'll, I'll see. I'll see what the reviews say before I invest money in that. But... Just those four games I listed off alone are more than enough to play for the rest of the year. Plus, there's tons of indie games coming out that I want to pick up and collections. The Castlevania collection, the Contra collection are both out now. They both look fucking sick. Uh, NBA 2K19 is $4 on the Nintendo eShop right now. I almost pulled the plug on that last night, but it's 32 gigabytes to download. And I think I have a 64 gigabyte sd card in my switch plus the original hard drive on it which isn't even big enough to hold 2k19 i'd have to delete like two-thirds of the games i have on there to fit nba 2k19 on there and uh, i just ah eh, nah i mean it's cool it's on sale it's on sale because the raptors won so they're like hey canada cares about basketball for the next fucking two weeks let's cash in apparently they're sick uh sports games i've kind of gotten off sports games just because i they take so much time you know they're a time sink it's games like them stardew valley animal crossing minecraft like the endless games i'm trying to get away from when possible because they just take up too much of my time but if you're into bass 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 sound like jimmy from south park if you're into basketball uh i don't know if it's available that cheap on the other systems it probably is but i know that it's and i don't know if it's everywhere if it's just here in canada but here in canada on the switch nba 2k19 is four bucks so Maybe that's worth checking out if you're interested in it. It's a pretty good fucking deal. It's like an $80 game or something on sale for $4. Um, another thing that I'm interested in, but I just can't imagine I'm going to have the money to shell out for it, is uh, Arcade 1-Up. If you don't know, they're this company that releases like mini arcade machines. And they're not mini like sit on a table. They're like, I think they're like, I don't know what, two-thirds maybe the size of a regular arcade machine. 
Uh, like they're stand-up arcade machines. Uh, they've released some classic ones, and they look dope. They, they look just like the originals. Uh, they're releasing a Ninja Turtles cabinet, and uh, it looks amazing. It looks so good. It looks like the one I fucking would play religiously at Chuck E. Cheese when I was a kid. We'd all go to Chuck E. Cheese for birthdays, and we'd all get like $10 worth of tokens or whatever, and I would pump every token I had just into the Turtles arcade machine. It looks so sick. It's four-player. It's fucking rad. It's also like 500 bucks Canadian for two video games, Turtles in Time and the arcade game. And then those games are sick and it looks rad. I don't know if I have space for it. I certainly don't have $500 to drop on two arcade machine or games. So I don't know if I'm going to get it, but I'm. <laughs> it's going to be just sitting there staring at me for quite some time anyways. It looks pretty sick. So check them out. It's not available yet. I don't think pre-orders are doing up yet, but uh, arcade one up. Their machines look pretty dope. And apparently their reviews are pretty good, so... Uh, oh yeah, and just quickly on the Ninja Turtles point, uh, this isn't a movie podcast in the least. I don't know fucking anything about movies, but watch uh, if you're a Turtles fan. Uh, Batman versus the Ninja Turtles. It's an animated flick. Just came out on like iTunes and stuff. Uh, I checked it out over the last week. It's pretty dope. So I don't know. You can rent it for like six bucks. I, I would give it a chance if you're a Batman fan and Ninja Turtles fan. It's pretty funny. Michelangelo and Baxter Stockman steal the show in it. Uh, pretty great. So. And that arcade game, man, just I'm looking at it right now on my computer and just like, fuck, it looks cool. I've always I love arcade machines, you know, like I've always wanted a, a classic Miss Pac-Man arcade machine, like the old stand up, like 300 pound fucking Miss. Oh, God, I want one of those so bad. So if anyone has one near Edmonton and they want to sell it dirt cheap, uh, I will name the podcast after you. I don't care. I'll fuck it. Anything you want. I'll uh, it's like and I mean any like. Wink, wink. Uh, I really want a Miss Pac-Man machine. So anyway, that's what I'm going to be spending my money on. That's what's going on here. Uh, what have I been playing over the last week? Uh, I just finished SteamWorld Heist last night or two nights two nights ago. I finished off SteamWorld Heist. Fucking awesome. It's like a tactical uh, 2D shooting game. It's, so it's like most tactical games are like from above, I think, and they're like a board. This one's just two-dimensional and you just move like space to space, but just left and right and up and down. Uh, literally sounds the same as like looking at it from a board, uh, like side scrolling. There we go. Shooting game. Uh, dude, it was fucking awesome. I can't recommend it enough. I've played uh, steam world dig one and two and uh heist now, and they have all been fucking awesome. They're made by image form. It's a developer from somewhere on the world. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where they are, uh, but they're all sick. They go on sale pretty regularly, at least on the Nintendo eShop. So I recommend those. They have another game out. That's like a card battling game, steam world quest. Uh, I'd never mentioned it in those other games I was talking about, but it's definitely on my list of games that I want to pick up as well. So try it. It's really good. Uh, I'm also playing through, uh, the game that I want to put up as my next let's play right now. My goal really is to post a new video of those every day. You know, they're not usually gonna be more than 10 or 15 minutes long. Cause nobody's got that. Ain't nobody got that kind of time to sit around and watch two hours. Of let's plays once. Well, maybe some of you do, but I, I don't, uh, and it's a good game. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to spoil what it is, but it involves a giant monkey and that should be all you need to know. And that's, I'm having a fucking great time replaying that game. I've also been playing a little bit of Double Dash on my GameCube, um, primarily because in my last or my first uh, review video I just posted on the YouTube channel, I said that I don't hate Double Dash, and then I, I was like, you know what, I should just make sure I don't hate this game before I say I don't hate it, but I don't. It's pretty fucking rad, man. Mario Kart's the best. Uh, and then I started into Wargroove last night on my Switch, uh, which is another tactical RPG, but it's more along the old school uh, like a board game, top-down tile uh, game, and uh, I'm having a fucking awesome time with it. I played a couple hours of it last night uh, after I got home from my comedy show, and uh, I'm really excited to get back into that. It looks dope. The reviews are great. So far, so good. So 
Everyone's been comparing it to Advance Wars, which I never played, but apparently Advance Wars was pretty awesome too. So if you like Advance Wars and you have a Nintendo Switch, uh, give Wargroove a shot. It's not expensive. I, I don't know if it's still on sale. It was on sale. That's why I grabbed it. Uh, I think even at full price, it's only like 20 bucks or 25 bucks, uh, And it's pretty rad, at least so far. So, And that is the perfect segue to get into the game we're talking about today. Now that I've rambled for about 14 and a half minutes, uh, we are talking Shining Force which is a tactical RPG for the Sega Genesis. I'm completely hooked on these games right now, and this was one of the ones I've played during this kick. This is like, this is OG. I don't know if this is the first tactical RPG, but it sure feels like it. Like, it is, imagine Dragon Warrior from the NES meets Fire Emblem, uh, and that's what this is. Very basic. There's certainly uh, some things in it that have been improved upon over the years. Very uh, ancient in the way it does some things, but uh, it plays awesome. It's on the Sega Classic Collection. That's where I played it. But it's also available on like all kinds of virtual consoles. It's on phones, like on mobile, mobile, uh, mobile, and stuff like that. Uh, I love discovering new games, and this was one of them. It was it's awesome. I highly recommend it. It was recommended by my pal Miklos, who is here this week. I am going to cue the music. I'm leaving that segment shorter this time because the music gets repetitive very fast. Uh, but my buddy Miklos is here. He recommended the game. He was a Sega kid. You may remember him from our Sega versus Nintendo episode from sometime back in the 20s, I think. Uh, we have another Sega game we're going to be doing down the road. We recorded the same time as this one. But that was then. This one is now. as a fucking awful exit. Sit back and relax and listen to Miklos and I talk about Shining Force, which released in North America in July of 1993 for the Sega Genesis. Here we go. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? It's soul-crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work. Gone, like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but... Kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a CrashPlan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan.
All right, buddy. This one, uh, I'm excited for this because, like, we're at, I mean, by the time this one goes up, we're either right before or right after episode 50, and I've done one Sega Genesis game in 50 episodes, <laughs> and I'm completely biased that I've never hidden that, but you're the Sega nerd, or at least you're one of my Sega nerds. One of them, yeah. And, uh, so I'm excited about this. So I, what I, I started posting online, like, hey, guys, I need Sega suggestions. What should I play? Because I have that Sega Genesis Classic collection on my switch and uh you were up my ass and you were like you got to play shining force even before that came out i was sending you, you, you the the mobile app and stuff you were you have been up you've been on me for quite some time to play shining force i was like you, you would love it man it's it's a fucking great game and uh yeah so i finally did and uh god damn that is a pretty good game yeah uh, even, even as old as it is yeah and it like okay so uh, just for the record, my guest this week, as I will have said in the intro, is my buddy Miklos. Uh, you may remember him from the infamous uh, Sega versus Nintendo episode that we did like six mm-hmm. months ago now. Uh-huh. Um, and Final Fantasy and something else. Oh yeah, uh, and Final Fantasy, Mario and, Brothers three, and yep, Mario three, and you've shit all over me for our Pokemon episode. Yes, yes. Just, oh yeah, and uh, <laughs> so since then, actually, just the other day, I recorded another uh, Pokemon episode. Oh, and right. I don't want to say what game it is, but I, I just, I, I pre, I preface the episode by saying <laughs> I don't name you, but I'm like, if you're one of my friends, if you're one of the listeners, it's a hardcore Pokemon fan. Just fucking calm your tits, because I know I'm gonna catch. You. I love it. I love I'm, it. I'm, I'm excited. Like, it I'm excited to go flame you on every single. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> and you don't like. I can't believe you're even in my house because you hate Bulbasaur so much. Oh, but, I know. <laughs> uh, but today is not Pokemon. Today is Shining Force, which is a different old RPG. Oh. And uh, so, be, just I'll set the quick stage here before we get into like the game itself. If you've never played it, it's like a, tac- a tactical RPG. Yeah, it's is like technical Final term. Fantasy Tactics, Fire uh, Emblem. Fire Emblem. That was the, Advance my first Wars. Thought. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like a virtual board game in yeah. a way. Like it's you got like a grid, you move players around, and uh, I mean, I, like it's, so. I never, the first one of these I ever played was Fire Emblem Awakening a few years yeah. ago, and uh, I really liked it. And then I started playing. I, I fucking came obsessed with Mario Rabbids. I got really into, into the Breach. And the number one game people compare all these to actually is XCOM. Um, oh, I know, I know what it is, but yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about XCOM, but um, I think this is one of the first ones of its kind. It, it like has a, to be. It was. It's just like playing like. I, I just came from playing Pathfinder, which is like D anD D, so it's essentially the same thing. You know what it reminded me of is it's like uh, did you ever play Dragon Warrior on yeah. the NES? It yeah. was it's like the tactical RPG version of Dragon Warrior, yeah. just so bare bones and basic. Yeah, just like it. it, it so it's like it, it's like an old Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive, whatever you want to call it, like Genesis game. Um, and basically, like you start out as one character, they just call the hero. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and like so, I don't know if you because you said you haven't played it in quite some yeah, time. Yeah, quite a while. Quite uh, a while. I, I don't know. I don't think there's actually a default name for him. They call him the hero, and you can name him whatever you want. Yeah, I uh, I screwed up when I was playing the first game, and I meant to name because I always name my main character Hoju. <laughs> like in every game I play, I name the character Hoju, uh, and I went. Excuse me, I went to name him Hoju, but I only got an H in. And then hit start by my like I was on the, the my oh, switch playing the classics thing. Yeah, and I hit the wrong button. Yeah, I think like even the controls like back in the day because like is ABC. So like one is uh, like select, but it's not like select for everything. No, it's very <laughs> weird. Like it's the controls weird. are very fucking like odd. I, I remember like uh, if you because you can go like search for items and like uh, like boxes and stuff around. Yeah, and. Uh, 
but you can't search. You can like go through like the long menu, or you can like hit C. I think it is and right, then, and then like use the shortcut. Yeah, it was like I. I it took me a long time to yeah. get used to it because I like I've played quite a few RPGs, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what? <laughs> like, but it, like it's 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 old school, right? This was yeah. like when they were still figuring out how RPGs were gonna work. Yeah, and and if, and to do it with the three buttons, like, do you just leave one out? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, just for the record, it looks like the hero's default name is Max. Okay. But it was the hero. So for my game, it was H. H. And that's how I know him as is H. <laughs> H. And like, and you literally start out as just H. And uh, and then and like honestly, like as it's the same thing with like Dragon Warrior and the original Final Fantasy and most of these like the pioneers of the RPG genre. The yeah. story is kind of like yeah, confusing yeah. and weird and not that good. Um, like, I'm trying to remember what the story for this one is, but it's probably it, it's is it the one where like because uh, I. <laughs> Like I said before, uh, Shining Force Two was my my main one that I right. played. The, but they had ahead. they had like you prin- princess or something gets captured and you got to go. Nope, nope, nope. Okay. In that this one, the one, in then. this one, it's like uh, there's like a uh, uh, the dark dragon. Oh, okay, it's this, like, yeah, dragon yeah. they sealed away forever ago, and then this bad guy like wants to bring him back. And then a different bad guy wants to bring him back, and you keep finding out that these bad guys were controlled by a different bad guy. And it turns out, like the main bad guy is—is is, I assume it's pronounced Dark Soul. It's yeah. Dark S O L. Yeah, it's Dark probably, Soul. It's dark soul. Uh, and he's trying to revive the, the Dark Dragon. And I you're think on that your was, way to stop. That was him. one of the things too, because they could only have so many characters. Right. Right. So like, how do we say this without having yeah. all the letters? Like with only so <laughs> many letters. Yeah. Uh, and so like basically, you just travel around the world of. Uh, fuck is it called room fast i think yeah. is what it's called and you basically just travel around room fast going from like it's it's basically just a way of going from board to board yeah. like you go from village to village recruiting people and uh st- st- uh level like getting get, getting get huge gear. armors getting a huge army of <laughs> uh, and yeah and like a huge, huge fucking army. army um and then you keep going into these levels and then eventually you go fight the dark dragon yeah. beat him, and that's the i like the game i really liked how uh it was very, very fantasy-like. Like, you get, like, centaurs. <laughs> it was, yeah. Like, I mean, so, like, for the character, because honestly, like, and again, this is, like, and, I and like, Final Fantasy did this, and, like, Dragon Warrior did this. Like, I mean, a lot of people credit, like, Final Fantasy four as being, like, the first Final Fantasy game that really, like, put a, a, some story behind it. Yeah. Like, a real story, you know? And you can tell that this is from, like, the early days yeah. because you go out and recruit these characters, but an awful, like, I mean, right off the gate, they just hand you like five characters. They're yeah. just like, Oh, here comes the shining force. I think is what they're actually they're called. called. Yeah. And they're just like, and there's like, you get like an archer, you get like a fucking gnome or dwarf or whatever you want yeah, to call I think it's them. A dwarf. Um, you With get like a nice knight. You get, yeah, yeah. You get like a, a senator and shit like that. Uh, but then you go throughout the game and you just keep every, everywhere you go, you recruit characters. Yeah. And um, then you, you're like, why do I need like eight centaurs that throw javelins? Right. And like, and I noticed that cause like I honestly, cause you can miss characters. Yeah. You can. Uh, which I, which is something I really enjoy in like, in like, I mean, when you talk final fantasy seven, like that you could skip Yuffie and Vincent if you yeah. wanted to, like I've always enjoyed that at, or like final fantasy six, I guess even you, yeah, could you miss can miss three or four of them if yeah. you wanted to. And Especially I like Especially in the end world. Yeah, right. Like yeah. once it flips over, yeah. And I really like that. And in this game, like, I'm sure I missed some. I haven't actually done a look over like a uh like I haven't looked up a cheat or like a manual oh, or okay. to see if I got everybody. Mm-hmm. But I know because you can never take any more than twelve people into battle with you and yeah. one has to be the hero. Yeah. So you basically get eleven options. And uh fuck by the end of the game I probably had two dozen people and i hadn't even used three quarters of them yeah you're like yeah because you you get and so like some of the guys are just so overpowered 
Oh, buddy. Like, there's you're one. like, oh, I'm going to try some of these guys. And you're like, uh, what? I honestly, like, whenever I, like, I stopped. Because, it, it, like, n- near the end of the game, it was hitting a point where I was like, I know who my team is. Like, I've got yeah. 11, you know, I had a couple healers. I got a couple archers. I got a couple, ma- like, a couple of people, like, mages and then my tanks. But uh, when I originally, I would, every time I would get a new person, I'd be like, oh, I got to see what this person does. And then I'd be like, this person's just a shittier so version of that the, person. This. And then finally, it was like, I just left them all in the basement forever. Right, you're going you're gonna to chill down here. I don't really need you. Um, because every single town, there's like a layer you can go to for the Shining Force. Yeah. And it basically is down in a basement. And it's like a hideout. <laughs> but it's the exact same it's, hideout in every town. Yeah. Just happens to be there. And your whole team is down there. And you yeah. can go and like pick who you want. And, add them to your roster and stuff like that it's like every town was like commissioned you're like you need this base here for when we show up yeah yeah uh and you like you said like you can get a lot of funky like it starts off like you said you get like you you get the basic guys um you get like a healer and shit like that but then as it gets going like you don't just get like mages and dwarves and and centaurs and, and archers and stuff like that but like you can get the best character in the game for my money. Okay, so the best character... I don't know how much of this you remember. I'm excited because I literally mm, just this. played this game like a month <laughs> You're gonna ago. You're going to carry this so much. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, the, my two my two like heroes were uh, Luke and fucking... What was his name? There were there were the two... There were two dwarfs. Yeah. And they were both just fucking... Just tanks. Gort. Gort. Yeah. Luke and Gort. Yeah. And they yeah. were just bosses. Like, they would take no damage... And they would dish out like so much, mad. yeah. So they were my two go tos. Right. Unless some, unless you had like uh, a bunch of mages, like yeah. Was, they did a really good job of that too. Was um, really uh, pairing up, uh, like making it really like a tabletop RPG. Mm-hmm. So like uh, having like character classes and having what character classes were good for doing certain things totally. and doing damage to different like, like you know, like you have you got your your bashers like Luke and Gort who just go out and they can do damage to pretty much everything. But sometimes you run into something that's just like, is also a tank. Yeah. So yeah. Even they don't do damage to it. Yeah. And you got to come in with a couple of mages behind. You got to protect your mages it, and it's yeah. Oh, cause they're so, so weak. They're, man. Your mages yeah, they're are flimsy. just <laughs> bitches like one hit and they're done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the mages are like, you, you got to pick a couple of them, power them yeah. up, keep them in the back. Uh, I had, by the end of the game, I had one archer that was a boss, but couldn't take a ton of damage. So yeah. I just, Excuse me, I hit her in the back. I had two healers. Um, and then, oh yeah, so then my favorite character in the whole game is the werewolf, Hugo. Oh, yes, he Hugo's is, he's the best. fucking boss. And he's like, so good. And he's one of those guys that like, so every, every time you get into like a village, there's, um, I mean, and it's very, I use this term very loosely, but there's a storyline in the village. Like there's something going on something there. Something going on. You got to do a little quest. You got to go, and it's usually like three or four maps of yeah. fighting. And then basically just a way to propel you back into combat yeah. type thing. But uh, when you go to get Hugo, you go and like he's like you don't even know what Hugo is. You go into this town and everyone's talking about how Hugo's losing his mind and they had to lock him <laughs> up. And so you have to like, it's not necessarily a side mission. It's part of like a, a map you I think you have to play anyway. But there's like a, a a flower or something that you have to go get as, as part of the map. Yeah. And if you go get that, then you can turn that into a cure. Go down and see Hugo, give him the cure, and then he's. And I think like you could miss it. It it was pretty like oh yeah you pretty much run through it. Yeah like, oh yeah and it, like I totally see how somebody could miss him. Yeah. Um, 
but he's a he's 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 a beast dude he's, like he does a ton of damage and like and and now and i have a lot of criticisms of this game as well yeah oh okay. as, <laughs> like, as fun as it is you can see that it was like the first one and there's yeah. just a lot of shit they obviously i hope at least they improved in later ones oh uh, yeah games yeah have. yeah and one of the things that i found very irritating um was that like on certain maps and it wasn't as bad near the beginning of the game but about halfway through you start to hit a lot of maps where you're like in the forests and stuff yeah. like that and like it'll say like um uh what's it say like area effect or something like 30 percent and what that means is like you'll take 30 percent less damage when you're in there but you yeah. also go a lot slower. slower yeah and most of the characters like just crawl Whoa. and so like you go into a battle and they'll launch they'll there'll be a dozen bad guys at like the top left of your screen and then the screen will like pan over and like you can't see it all at once like it'll pan over to the bottom right where yeah. your team is and literally the first five minutes of the level is just both teams slowly crawling yeah. toward each other, but no one's touching each other. Yeah. It's just turn after turn after turn. It's it's one of those... Well, I mean, to give it some credit, because I play a lot of tabletop RPGs, is that uh, when you do stuff like that, like it gives you the idea that you're like setting up a battle. So right. you're like... It's like a, almost like a little chess match. Like You're trying right. to move pieces into play. You're figuring out how you want to get guys somewhere how you want to defend guys from guys that are attacking so i get the i get the idea but yeah it gets like it, i like grindy games and this is a grindy game buddy, it's grindy and like especially well like his the your main character's uh special like thing where like if he dies that's yeah. it the battle's over and you go back that was something frustrating to me too right. um just so i can finish my thought the reason i was singing hugo's praises so hard is because it doesn't seem to matter what the terrain is hugo can move like 20 everything. spaces yeah he just and he does so much damage he's the best yeah uh but yeah so like the, the only way to get game over is for the hero to die and yeah. it's like that's the only way everybody else can die and then you can just pay a little bit of money which honestly after the first yeah, three or four maps. You have so much money that it becomes like a non-issue. Yeah, at least you, I found well, anyway. Well, that and you could do what uh, egress. Whenever yeah. you're like, oh no, I'm getting worked on this, and you go back, you keep all your levels, you heal all your guys, and you can like keep doing the same level over and over yeah. and over. So like, if you take a little bit of time at the beginning, and that was yeah, and that was interesting to me because I I like looked up on message boards and stuff, not necessarily advice, but like. There, it was interesting because, dude, this game's got a huge following. Like, the oh. Shining Force community is massive. Like, I actually should have put a, a disclaimer at the beginning of this one, much like I did the last Pokemon I just did. Like, if you're a diehard Shining Force fan <laughs> and you're mad at something we're saying, like, let us have it. But I, I'm sorry, I'm doing the best I can. It's a, you guys know what the story is now. It's a yeah. shitty podcast. I don't know. <laughs> um, you might still be say? able to put that in. Uh, oh, I'll put uh, it in, in the intro. In post. Yeah, I'll put it in the <laughs> intro for sure. Um, but yeah, so some people were debating it because yeah, you can go into maps and, uh, you can buy, I can't remember the name of the item cause I don't think I ever used one. I bought one at the beginning of the game and never used it. You can equip anyone in your team with this item that can warp you out of oh, yeah. angel wing, I think yeah, it's called. Yeah. And anyone can use it and it'll do the exact same thing as the spell for the hero, the ingress, ingress spell, yeah. uh, where basically you just leave the map, go back to whatever village you were last in, keep all your experience points. And then you can go revive anyone that's dead or change out your party and buy new items and shit like yeah. that. And so, like, in a way, it, I wouldn't say it breaks the game, but, like, you can make the game as hard as you want it to be. Yeah. Because if you wanted to just play a map five times and grind and level up all your guys, well, you it, could. At the beginning, well, it, that's also a good thing, too, is the experience that you get, even if you're grinding. Like, if you want to grind and get one experience per kill, like, because... Uh, 
Well, you get experience for attacking and doing damage. Yeah, but the, and then but you get more experience for killing something. Way more experience. Way more experience. Yeah. Um, with the healers, I found was the best because you guys could take like your guy could have one damage and you heal ten, ten or eleven. Uh, and he'd still every get the time, same. Yeah. every time, right? Like, yeah. So, like, so you could you could heal your you get your healer like way above everything else. Yeah, yeah. Because like because that's like so like most of you guys get experience points, including the healers, like because they can like some of them actually do some damage near the end. If you equip yeah, yeah. some powerful staffs, they can do some damage. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like so they they get uh experience points for attacking. Cause like you're you're on the board, so there's no like party attacking. It's just like you move an individual character, then you choose like I'm gonna yeah. attack this guy, and then like you said, honestly, like for the most part, if you attack a guy, you get like three, four, yeah. six experience or whatever. But then you kill a guy, and suddenly you get forty two experience points and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and so yeah, you get like the good way of getting people up is you get your good guys in and go do most of the damage, yeah, and have like. Your guy you're trying to level up coming in behind. That's what it is, yeah. yeah. And, oops, I just unplugged my headphones. But yeah, and that's one of the cool things about it too is uh, you can see everybody's experience points as you play. Yeah. There we go. I got my headphones back in. Nice. You can see everyone's experience points as you, like Pokemon style, yeah. where like all their experience points are right there. So it's cool because you could do some damage, get a bad guy down to like two HP, and then tag in your fucking healer if you want yeah. to or anybody or some new low level guy your, you have your mage mostly yeah <laughs> and just let them like pop and get all those experience points yeah and then you could egress out and do the like you if you found a decent spot like right at the beginning where you could do real fast mm-hmm. uh i know in shining force 2 that becomes real important with some of the characters you get they, you have to level them they up. do a lot better job in shining force 2 of specializing you should play it, and then when you do, let me know. <laughs> oh, I will, and I plan on it. Honestly, like I'm just so burned out on RPGs yeah. right now that I was like, I need a break, yeah. especially because I was so heavy into this one. Oh yeah, uh, and it, yeah, it's it it will it'll weigh on you because it's a lot of doing the same thing over it and is. over and over. And it like, and that's another one of my criticisms, I guess, of it is like it it can get old. Like the grinding can get old really fast because like the music never changes. <laughs> no. Every single battle, it's the same. Like dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> it's the same fucking song like I, yeah. I ended up listening to podcasts or like if Shaylee and I my girlfriend and I were watching TV yeah. I would play on the couch and just like grind through a level like um, and like I said the the I mean like you said it's chess in a way the whole like trying to set up the map yeah. but they're so far apart and they move so fucking slow that yeah. it's like imagine a chessboard that was like fucking 80 by 80 yeah. and you still had to move all your pieces toward each other and it's just like the first five minutes of the chess match is getting close to each other yeah and another good thing about the the leaving coming back because you kind of see where they're gonna move yeah a you few get an times idea. so yeah. you're like because they're set to a fairly simple algorithm right yeah like, and that's actually one of the things i was gonna slightly criticize too is the fact that the only way to get game over is for your hero to die yeah and so like i mean as i'm sure most people like by the end of the game like my hero was my strongest character because he's on every map yeah but at the same time i was scared to use him most of the time because if he dies we're fucked yeah. and like and sometimes you can see and this is not just with this game this is with any tactical game this is one of my favorite things about a tactical game is you'll make your move and then the bad guys start moving and you realize you're fucked yeah. You know what I mean? Like you've put your hero in a, like the main character, you've put a H you've put H in a place where like oh, he's going to die and there's yeah. no way for me to protect him. And I'm yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. But that's Something where the, fun and, of the And you is. watch like your whole, you'll be like, what just happened? Like your whole army just got decimated. Now your hero's just there and you're like, yeah, his turn is like four turns from now. And, and like, and that's the thing is like, especially in the last half of the game, there's some boss fights. Like, it's not just clearing a screen of bad guys. It's like getting to like a, 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 a one of the main characters at the back of the map. And, uh, and they're fucking tough. And some of them got like, um, uh, 
like that lightning two spell, which has got like that giant radius. Oh fuck! And they can hit like every character, character you put around them. Yeah. And so. like, and what's frustrating sometimes with them is like, so they'll they'll put like the main character or the guy you you have to kill to like move on uh, will be standing like against uh, the end of the map. Yeah. So you can only get three people like on his left, his right, and then in front of him, and then like. Certain characters, like if you don't count magic for a minute, just certain characters like archers and then uh, the, the centaurs, if they have the, the right weapon. The javelins can yeah, attack. They yeah. can attack like two spaces away. Yeah. So then you could get a couple more in. But the problem was that you'd have all these characters was... gathered around, but you couldn't get close enough to for everyone to hit the bad guy. Yeah. And then the bad guy would cast that fucking lightning spell. So you had to keep like, basically what I was doing is like I would get to the, like I would clear out everybody else, yeah. get to just that boss, and then basically send in like three guys at a time and yeah. be like, you attack till you die. And then I'll send in the next one. And then of see three. if maybe you could keep uh, like a healer or two just out of range. That's what you do. Is yeah, yeah. I keep a healer just off to the side for people to run back and heal. And then honestly, like I would keep my, I would keep the hero at the back. Be- yeah. And then if everyone died, I would yeah, cast then, egress yes. and get out. And I was a little bit frustrating that I was like, this guy's supposed to be like the captain of the team and my strongest guy, and I can't use him. Yeah. Because if he dies, dies. I lose all my work. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the items? I like kind of like the. That you could you could have you, like because you could have what like four items four items per per character Perceptor. but that included the, the, the weapon it, yeah included the weapon so like their weapon would almost all well always would take up a spot yeah. so they would have three spots well left. it was neat too with like the centaurs you could put on you could give them a javelin but then also give them uh, like a sword or something yeah yeah so then you could be like no I'm gonna switch to the javelin now. I, like at times I found it very cumbersome and frustrating because yeah. you'd have to go through like every time you wanted to buy it, like, ah, oh, it was so frustrating that yeah. you couldn't buy items in bulk. <laughs> so like before we were going you to a get, map, you got to buy one give it to someone. And then before that you got to like clear out items. Yeah. If you wanted to stock up on healing items yeah. and give everyone one. Again, it was, it was what they had at the time. First, they do, they do, game. they do a better job. I think with uh shining force too. I'm sure they do. It's the yeah. first one, right? Yeah. It's like the first anything you find ways to improve it in the, you know, you look at the feedback, good and bad. Yeah. But I found, I found the items, like, I like the idea of, like, each character has their own items. Yeah. And so, like, I could send a couple of, like, I could send Gort, one of my two powerhouse dwarfs, off on his own and make sure he's got a couple healing seeds on him. Yeah. And then I don't even have to worry about sending a cure, a healer with him because I know he can take a ton of damage. Yeah. And if he starts to get down, then I just burn one of his turns using an item and he fills back up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so that was handy. My, my issue with it was less about how each character could only carry three or four items and more about how there wasn't, like, a central menu where I could, like, like I couldn't buy 10 healing seeds at once yeah. and open my menu and be and like, give just, a healing seed to him, him and him and him. Yeah. It was like buy one healing seed. Who's going to carry it? Where is he going to slot it over and over? over? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking like just, and then, the, and, and then even if they had, yeah, just a central place be like in the, sh- in your like layer or whatever. Like, this yeah. Is, this is, this is my item hold. <laughs> right. Like when you're in your layer and you can pick you like, cause that's where you go to like switch out the members of your team yeah. and stuff. You should be able to access like a list of all your items and just plug them into everybody. Like you can't even see all your items. You can't. No. And another thing that I, I found, I actually had to look it up and I, maybe it came with a manual like back in the day, but I had to look up like, uh, the, the powers of the weapons yeah. Because that way it was just like you'd buy one and it would show no stats. Yeah. You know, like and then it gets our and again, I, I'm not a lot of the stuff I'm shitting on this game for 
uh, this game came out before the games that do like that figured out how to do these. So it's like it was, no. it was back in the day, but like it's so frustrating when it's like I get to a new town and see there's a new sword I can buy, and, and I've you, got five guys in my team that can all use this sword, but I have no idea if this sword is more powerful <laughs> than the one they have or not. And the only way to find out is to buy one, yeah. equip it, and then be like, oh, it's not even as strong. Fuck yeah, me. or it's like for a different kind of character. You know, like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, because like, you, <laughs> there's so many different character classes, and then you can promote all yeah. the character classes to like a like evolve them into like yeah. a stronger. Version you get like of the Pegasus class. Knights and stuff. Yeah, like it's you can well, I mean, you can uh, like I think there was a couple that couldn't promote. Yeah, but most of them could. Yeah, um, and then they could use different weapons, but like there was no way to know what weapons they could fucking use. Yeah. Like it was just again, it's all just it was back in the day, right? Type thing like that. So I can look by it. But I just, as someone in 2019, if you've played a lot of RPGs, like I have, like you yeah. have, it it can be very cumbersome and very yeah, slow. Yeah, going back, and, I remember going back a couple times to play it and like on emulators and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and being like, oh, you you definitely get that like sort of sense of like, oh man, I love this game so much, but I hate it also a lot. Yeah. It like, it's just, you know, honestly what I found playing, cause I'll, I'll, I'll probably never play it again. Like I've yeah. played through it now. I've had fun with it, but, um, and I'm like this with most RPGs, but I found it way worse with this one. When I was in combat for the most part, I was having fun other yeah. than that initial get them close to each other thing. But every time I finished combat and got to a town and had to go through everyone's equipment one at a time. And like, it was such a slog for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I, that was where I was like, I would always like, turn it off and be like i'll come back to this part later and then i would dread that part get through that part and be like okay now i can go fight some more because the fighting and like the basic strategy of the game is hella fun i'm, I'm in that part right now with final fantasy 9 my replay because i wanted to go back and collect almost everything because there are things i didn't do like fight the uh optional boss I yeah can't remember what his name is and go to the sky chocobo place yeah but it's just so much playing this stupid Chocobo game. And it's like, yeah. And, it's it, just, it, and like you play it and you're like, you get nothing. You, nothing, 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 yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. And you play for so long, you get something. But you need like 40 <laughs> of these things. And you're like, this is like 10, 15 hours of my fucking time. Yeah. That and it's just slow. grinding. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, I, and I like grinding games, but I don't like grinding like that. Yeah. I'm like, I don't mind grinding when it's like when you're out battling and leveling yeah. up. But like, I feel like this would literally just about every RPG I've ever played. Every time I get to it, you know, because every it's it's RPG one on one. Every time you get to a new town, yeah, there's stronger weapons and armor, and yeah. you got to go sell stuff, buy stuff. And I always dread that part. But at least in most RPGs, you've got four or five characters. You go in, you swap out their but gear. You don't, and have, you're done. you don't have a team when of you've 12. got a fucking <laughs> army of twelve, and then if you want to work with any of your spare characters, you've got an army of like two dozen. Yeah, which I that was another reason I I just decided at one point I was like these are my dozen. Yeah. fucking good enough because i was going. like i'm not dealing with all of this yeah you don't want to go and try each and every one to find out which one of those no. is the special good character no and it like they can get left because they get no experience points when they're left back in the hub it's yeah. like pokemon style where like everyone in the bank doesn't level up at all yeah um and it hits a point where you're just like it gets it's frustrating because you're like i, I don't want to bring this like this new guy i got like because you don't just get like we were saying before that's something i wanted to mention before this this is going to be an all over the place podcast. <laughs> i've had a few coffees i don't care like it's not like you don't just get your basic characters like your dwarfs and your archers and mages and shit like that but you get a werewolf you get these like what are they called the flying fucking like they look like giant eagles oh um, um like, they're actually uh, pussies yeah they can like they can move around the map like crazy but they're fucking useless as yeah. far as their attack go they, um, i found they were good if you wanted to bring them in like uh 
to use items on people. Yeah, that's that's be the only place they're handy. Yeah. Is like floater, like basically just really portable healers. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Podcasting's a weird job because I talk to you nerds all the time. Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. Like yeah. um, I can't remember this name, but I got this fucking floating white blob okay. wizard. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, he was just like a weird alien looking thing. Yeah. He was pretty cool. I got a dragon near the end of the game, but he was a blue, but he was a pussy. Yeah. Um, I think his name is Blue. Is it is Blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Blue the Dragon. Blue, and he's, blue a the dragon. he's a pussy. I think if you, uh, when you upgrade him, though, he becomes one of the better. Probably, but I don't yeah. know, I didn't have the patience at that point. That, w- that, was, that was a big thing, too, because a lot of the guys that were like real big pussies, uh, when you upgraded them, became really fucking good. Sure. Really. But like, it's one of those things that like. like almost unbelievably broken. When like this. Dragon, for sure. When did this game come out? fucking 1992 1993 so when this game came out and this was like the only game this is like your new game for the year on your <laughs> sega yeah then i'm like yeah i could see why you would put 200 hours into just grinding and leveling yeah. up every guy to see but i was like as someone with a ton of games i want to play and it's well, getting, i was like i've got a team of 12 that's good fucking done uh once once you got to a point where you could start upgrading people it became a little bit less tedious to try new characters because right. you could like you could literally bring in uh, your new character, you could set it up so they come in and like kill a couple guys off the hop, egress out. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's like, it's not like you're doing a whole battle and you're not putting yeah. them in, damp- in harm's way. You could bring them in, you could level them up to where you need to upgrade them. Yeah. And you could do it pretty quick because everyone else is already up there. Yeah. I'm very curious to know, like with the whole egress thing, like, I mean, RPGs 101 are like, sometimes you go into levels and you just have to go grind for a while because you're yeah. not strong enough. But most RPGs, if you go into a, not tactical RPGs, but regular RPGs, if you go into a new area and then it turns out you're not powered up enough, yeah. uh, then you get game over, you go back to your village and you're like, oh shit, we need to get a little stronger here first. Whereas this one, like, dude, and this isn't just, I wouldn't even call it a knock on tactical RPGs because it's part of the reason I like them because there's consequences. But man, it is frustrating to sink 30, 40 minutes into a board, yeah. then lose right near the end, and then have to do that whole thing over again. Yeah. Oh my God. Did, did you fucking... take advantage of save states? 
Uh, oh, you know what? No, not really. Okay. Uh, I, I primarily used them because I was like, I got to go. I don't have time yeah. to fucking play this out. Um, I will lie to you. There was probably one or two times You're where right. I was like, I want to feel like I've just battled for half an hour to get to this boss I have to fight. And you don't want to have to go through it all. Yeah. Again, so I'm again. like, let's just save state and we'll just see what his attack is. Like I'll take two guys yeah. in and then find out his attack is gross. Yeah. This, the battles too was, uh, cause they would introduce new enemies a lot. And then, um, but so if you were grinding and you guys were like stuck at like the three or four experience per attack, even yeah. with the killing and whatnot, which um, happens like, because yeah. you kind of scale, like I think yeah. they scale your experience. They so if a guy's it, too yeah. strong and yeah, kills weak bad guys, they don't get any experience points. Yeah. But then they would just add in like, cause you guys would, you guys would generally be, you know, in a, in a range of levels. Right. Right. Like you're not all like maxed out. No, no, no. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So like you have this range of levels, but then they would introduce like one or two, like new, more powerful guys. Right. And then you'd be like, Oh, I need to kill those guys with my guys. So they gain experience. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're like always trying to do that. It's very fascinating, man. There's a lot of stuff to it, like the egressing out to level up and grind and stuff. And I wonder, you know, are the uh, scaling back the experience you get on easy bad guys? Like, I have to assume they kind of finished the game, played yeah. through it, and then were like, what do we need to do to kind of tweak and balance and nerf yeah. it a little bit? You know what I mean? Like, because if you never, like, I'm not going to sit here and say you could beat the game without egressing. I'm not that good at the game, but I could understand how, uh, like like if you never egressed because you never went in grinded out a bunch of experience points bailed out and then came back i think um, it would be impossible you would be so under leveled <laughs> by the end that you'd be just yeah. completely fucked you know yeah and then well, the, I, sorry go ahead yeah i don't think you would even make it that far the, the other thing that i found um not frustrating just i was like i wasn't sure exactly what to do is with the whole like uh promoting your characters like evolving yeah. them you get to choose when that happens you yeah. basically just go to this like priest guy in every town and once a character is from level 10 to level 20 then you can upgrade them to their like better version yeah. but you can do it at any point and then their stats all flip around and kind of drop they, a little they, they but start they can, at the beginning yeah but they started like a higher beginning than they did yeah. the first time and like i was reading about it and i never really got that far into it but like there's a ton of strategy involved in when you when you promote guys. Like some guys, you're better off promoting them as early as possible. Yeah. Other guys, you're better off saving Same. up to level twenty, then promote them because they'll take better stats with as. Yeah. Uh, a lot of replay to it if wait, you wanted to. A little bit for when and if you do Shining Force two. Uh, there's some characters in particular that uh, the your main healer off the hop in Shining Force two. I think her name's Sarah. Um, if you. You do that thing where you because if as long as you're healing mm -hmm. health points mm -hmm. she'll gain 10 yeah every time so yeah. you you could like spam levels <laughs> with her like in every every egress oh yeah right so she gets she like she'll get to a point where you could upgrade her pretty much before anyone but if you keep upgrading her and they have uh upgrade items in that one okay so you give them a, you give them an extra item and then they uh they upgrade to a different class okay so like this one would go like priest to something else, but I would always like save up and you could just grind her out. You get her like real high and then uh, you give her this item. She goes back as a monk, but she's got like these massive stats. Oh, okay. And then like she ends up getting uh, like this even bigger cure spell that does like. Oh, so it's like to the point where she could heal you from anywhere on the board. basically. Well, not, but like a huge, like a huge range. So like you pick someone and she could heal like, six or seven guys all at once. Right. Oh, and, I see. and as long as you're doing that, she's gaining like 25 experience like right. every time. So if you got like a, a few people and you just let them get hit 
and you could just sit there and level her up. Like, yeah, like kind of spam it almost. And then she becomes like your most powerful character. I like it. Well, and like, and that's one of the things too is like, and I've never, I've always appreciated it. I've just never had the patience to find it. Like, I like RPGs, but they're not one of my go-to genres because there's always so many things you can do, and I don't have the patience to experiment <laughs> and find them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, like when I think of Final Fantasy VII, even like. People are like, oh, well, if you do this, this, and this, combine this material with this spell, cast it once, you can beat a weapon in two minutes without even touching the butt. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have the, like, I just want to play the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you, uh, do you ever play any tabletop RPGs? No. Oh, oh man. I'm a, the one I just left right now, uh, I'm playing, and I haven't really played Pathfinder a whole lot. Right. And the magic system in there is so unbelievably broken. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, and that's part of it is like finding it, right? Yeah. Uh, that's where like I like games like this though because I don't play those games. Yeah. But that's kind of what tactical RPGs are. Like I remember playing that first of Fire Emblem game and being like, dude, I like this. And yeah. now like I'm completely into these games. You got to go so back fun. and play some Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I do. Advance Wars. I think you would like for the. I, game my Boy brother games. played the shit out of Advance Wars, and I just never played it. Oh, and I, I really that liked game. It. That game was lots of fun. Um, tactical RPGs are rad, and it was really cool playing Shining Force because I was like, I'm total. I could totally see. I don't know if it's the first tactical RPG game ever. That's like I. Probably one of the very first. Has to be one of the pioneers. Yeah. Um. And for all of the the slowness and the fucking too many, I I, I frankly felt like it was too many characters. <laughs> yeah, um. So but like many. the the slow combat at times and the too many characters and the painful fucking uh, I, I th- item na- I think navigation. It would be fun to go back and just have like an army of centaurs. <laughs> and you could, you <laughs> yeah, fucking could, because you, you get a dozen. Because like there's like, well, and some of them are archer centaurs and stuff. Right? And there's like, I got one that was like a fucking giant armadillo. Yeah, fucking sad. He sucked. I never used him either. Um, but there's like, there's so like it, it's for all my criticisms over it, and, and a majority of these criticisms just go to like it was the first one. They probably yeah. tried it. and We're like, oh, in, in the future games, we won't do this, this, or this. Second one's got a, a turtle hey. and he becomes like a like a big dragon i like and, my, and then there's a, a rat ninja i like I think, my i think hey, i think splitter. He, i think he would like the second splitter one splitter and the more. turtles oh i'm sure i will i liked this one like I, I i may never play it again but i had a good time playing it i was like this was a great fucking and it and like honestly dude games like this are are so at home on switch yeah where it's portable oh, yeah. Play yeah, it for ten can, minutes, put it to sleep, yeah. jump in. You know what I mean? Like I can't imagine being a kid and sitting down in front of your TV for fucking an hour and play. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I feel uh, I'm probably gonna, whenever I get a chance, go to EB Games or something and pick up Final Fantasy Twelve. Yeah, I don't know if you played or not. Not yet, but I want to. Um, that's a game where at certain points you could, because uh, it's got like an auto battle feature. Like, yeah. That you could turn it on and just collect items, so I could like put it on, like plug it in next to my bed and just yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's I it's you guys all know how much of a hard on I have for the Switch. It's fine. <laughs> I I'm so glad I bought one. It's the best, man. I it's the be- it's just getting better. Um, all right. Well, I don't know. I, do you have any other thoughts on uh, on Shining Force before we wrap this thing up? I, no, it's pretty good. I, I I like the game. I would. Wait. I I'm kind of thinking about getting the Genesis collection. Just Dude, to go back and play. For the record, you guys, like, if you've, like, I know you guys know I, I hype the Switch all the time, and you also know I'm not a Sega guy. Having said that, like, if you 
have a not just a switch any console but i just i say the switch because i like the portability of it that sega collection is so worth your money there are certain games like 80 bucks right oh no it's like a 40 dollar title oh it's like a budget title yeah oh wow because i was looking at it it was like 80 no no i think that was a while ago yeah i think i paid like 40 dollars for it um there are certain action titles where there's a little bit of a very very minute uh, lag in your button input yeah. but I could see how it'd be frustrating in some of the later levels but for games like this anything that's like a slower moving RPG tactical yeah. game like Fantasy Star 4 is on there this oh, is on there with Shining Force 2 I, I did want to say I especially love the graphics of the fighting like, I do too <laughs> like so like every time so you're on this like basic it looks like you know honestly like the, like the, the overworld looks like Dragon Warrior HD yeah it's fucking top down just a little bit fancier looking dragon. But when warrior. you do the attacks and but stuff. Every, every time you attack or they attack, it goes yeah. into this awesome, like, giant bad guy in the it's, background. It's almost 3D esque. Yeah, back of your character in the foreground, and it looks fucking dope. And, yeah. like, and they always do something, and their weapons change based on the weapon mm-hmm. they're holding and stuff. And, yeah, it looks, it <laughs> su- looks surprisingly good for a game as old yeah. as it is. For everything bad about it, there's a lot good, man. If you like tactical RPGs, I strongly recommend. Play, don't buy the Sega collection just to play this, but like if you buy but, it, but play also this. buy the Sega, but, but buy it and play this. Like it was, I enjoyed it. Like I said, even if I never play through it again, yeah, I was like, dude, that was it. Was it'd be like playing through the first Final Fantasy? I think anyone that plays through it would be like, I played through the first one, and uh, I never need to do that again. But I did it, and that's how I felt about this. I had a good time. It was just it was slow. The fucking menu navigation was frustrating. I thought there was too many characters and stuff like that. But I had a really good time. Like, I did not regret playing it at all. If you do want to do a Final Fantasy original, I'll be in for that. Too. I have to play it. I have, <laughs> I have, like, I have it on my phone. That's just, I've probably got six or seven hours into it. That's it. Uh, Mick, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give the original Shining Force? Uh, now, I would probably give it a 7.3. 7.3? Yeah. Yeah, that's, you know what? Yeah. I, I, was gonna, I was thinking around a 7 myself. So I'll go 7. It was fun. Every single thing it does has been done better yeah. since. But if you like a little bit of gaming history and you're looking for... It's pretty easy to play while you're doing something else as long as yeah. you're on, on a... I think it's on phones. It's yeah, on, you can get it on, right. on the phone. It's on phones, on the Switch. Like I wouldn't recommend it like to play on a TV at this point. You yeah. know what I mean? Like Play it on something where you can have like a second screen so you can do something else at the same time because there's a lot of points where it's fucking slow. Yeah, it's just when you're grinding. waiting on a dozen bad guys to just move across a map and stuff like that. Unless maybe if you're doing like a Twitch of it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, fucking good game, man. So seven, seven point three. Good recommendation. Uh, thanks for coming over, buddy. That turned oh. into a forty-minute podcast <laughs> about this some was, fucking slow-ass RPG. Shitting on it. Yeah. <laughs> this part sucked, but also. But also, it gets a seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good stuff. Thanks for doing this, no buddy. No problem, man. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Everybody, thank you so, so, so much for listening. Miklos, my friend, thank you for coming over and talking video games with me. And thank you for the recommendation on playing this game because it was fucking awesome. Uh, I'm starting to hate the Sega Genesis less and less as this podcast goes on because I'm playing more and more of their games and realizing they weren't nearly as bad as I thought they were. Uh, you guys, if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a good review on social media or iTunes or whatever one of those things. That would be just absolutely incredible. I don't know what they accomplish, but I know that all the good podcast hosts ask for them. Uh, just like uh, Goigi 
Or Guiji. Oh, Guiji. Oh, I just got that. Some dude left me a review that literally is five stars and it just says 11 out of 10. Uh, and uh, and his name is Gui- him or she. I don't know. I don't know if it's a he or she. It's Guiji, who I just realized was uh, Luigi from Luigi's Mansion. That's fucking cool. So thank you guys very much. Uh, leave us a good review. Follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at member the game, which is also where you can submit questions for our Patreon secret episodes that'll start launching next month. Patreon.com slash remember the game. Two bucks a month gets you extra episodes and an entry into draws for prizes. That's enough. I got my last plug in. I feel greasy. I am going to go have a shower and play some more old video games because that's my life now. Thanks for listening, guys. I will be back in seven days with another episode of Remember the Game. Take it easy. Thanks a lot. Bye. (laughs) 